Three key steps to building a great SEO team with Vander Pockets. The InSearch SEO podcast is brought to you by SimilarWeb, helping you build better SEO strategies with digital intelligence, insights, and data. Hey, it's David. You've been carrying out SEO by yourself for a while, but now you need to start building a team to support you. What are the key steps that you need to follow to build a great SEO team? That's what we're covering today with a lady who earlier on in her career was initially categorically against getting into SEO. She's spoken at various prestigious SEO events, including Brighton SEO, SMX Munich, and International Search Summit Barcelona, and is currently SEO lead at Leidenzela. I want welcome to the InSearch SEO podcast, Vanda Pocket. Hi, David. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I was against getting into SEO, but now I love it. <laughs> Why were you against? Uh, I actually did um, my, my master's in digital marketing. So I didn't get into SEO the traditional way, right, of stumbling into it or something like that. I actually studied it, surprisingly. So why did you dislike it then? Tell me. Oh, my God. It was just, you know, so much theory and then... And then I did some client work as well as we had to during our master's and could see no results, right? Because this assignment was going on for maybe three months, which is just not enough to see results in SEO. So I think that was what had it for me. You know, that's what made me not like it so much that I could just not see the perks within my time with the client. And then you turned black hat and you got your results straight away. Exactly. Keyword stuffing all the way. (laughs) Well, yeah, not the truth, honestly, but you can find Vanda over at latenzilla.com. So Vanda, today uh, you are sharing three key steps to building a great SEO team, starting off with number one, understand your status quo. What does that mean? Yeah, so actually, maybe before we even jump into that, you, you very well explained that one of the, one of the ways to have to build a team is if you were the only one, right? And now you're ready to build a team. That's usually when there's a, a smaller company maybe, and now, now you can build a team, great. But there's also other ways, right? For example, if you get into a team as a new lead, and then now you can restructure and build a team that matches your vision, etc. Or uh, maybe you are an SEO lead who has the budget to expand their team, which is, I know, is, is difficult to imagine right now, but it's definitely a possibility. So. If you are in any case building a team, yes, I think your first step is obviously understanding your status quo. But to do this, you actually have to answer a few questions, I think, and maybe even more depending on your situation. And you can, of course, also build in a little bit of interviews with stakeholders and if you have an existing team, et cetera, to understand what's going on. So what are kind of the questions, right, that you would need to uh, answer yourself. I think the first important one is really how reliant your business is on SEO traffic, right? If you're an existing company, what is your traffic mix? But most importantly, what is your goal, right? What What do you want to achieve, so to say? And I mean, we all know that it can take some time to build up, uh, you know, SEO success, but for long-term success, it's definitely important. 
that being said, when talking about how reliant your business is on SEO traffic, if you are, for example, a startup, you know, who, who has actually other channels to gain shorter term traffic, I am not the person who's going to force onto you a five team, you know, in-house SEO team. You have other options. You have freelancers, agencies. Maybe you just have one all-rounder SEO. But in any case, first question would be, what is your goal? Is SEO one of your main uh, channels for driving that traffic? Great. Okay. So what you're essentially saying is if you have been doing SEO by yourself, try and be impartial. Try and look at what you're trying to achieve as a business and identify objectively, again, what your own skills are, your own weaknesses are, and perhaps where the skills are required in SEO that you might not be able to provide yourself and look to recruit in those areas? Yeah, I mean, that would actually be another question you need to answer is what is the skills that you have within your team or in yourself, if you are the team so far only? And also, what are the teams across the organ? What are the skills, sorry, across the organization, not only within yourself or your team? And this would then move us on to our, our second step. But uh, in general, there's a few other questions, I think, that you need to answer to understand your status quo as well. Okay, you tempted me with a few other questions. What, what's an example of one or two other questions that you need to ask as well? Well, first of all, you need to then also understand the level of understanding of the importance of SEO in the company, especially in management, right? Because that will show you how much you can push through your vision when it comes to uh, the team setup. And also, in general, your strategy will for sure depend on, on this, on understanding this. And you may actually need to start with some education and lobbying before you can get the resources that you need. Good thoughts there. And that brings us up to number two, which is identify what skills you need. Yes. So now that you maybe answered a few more questions and have your uh, status quo down and you identified what skills you have within your team or yourself and uh, also within your organization, you do need to take the second steps of actually identifying what skills do you need within your SEO team specifically to achieve your goals. So this is your future ideal. Obviously, you have some, need some prerequisites, for example, having a strategy or at the very least a vision, some goals. And then you need to think, are you a large enterprise platform, for example, who needs continuous tech SEO attention, content scaling, automation? Or are you a small omni-channel shop, for example, who needs local SEO optimization? Are you present internationally? Do you need local language and cultural knowledge within your team, for example? So this is why today I will intentionally not tell you about any perfect SEO team setup, because in my opinion, there is no such a thing. There is no one size fits all, so to say. You really need to match your team to the goals that you have, the needs that you have, your company have, and then bring in the skills you don't have currently. You talked about working within an enterprise. So if you do work in an enterprise, then ideally, do you want to recruit SEOs who have had experience working in other large enterprises? Or is it simply 
better just to focus on specific skills as opposed to types of companies that they've worked for beforehand? That's a very good question. And I think that it can definitely be beneficial to recruit people, especially when you're looking for seniors with a specialized skill set, right, that they acquire during their years working for another enterprise. But for me personally, as a lead, that wouldn't be a factor that would close out another candidate who maybe didn't have experience with this. Because now we can bring it back if, for example, we are expanding further into other markets, etc. Maybe all I need is a well-rounded SEO who is also having that cultural and language knowledge, you know, as an extra skill. So again, very beneficial to have that previous experience, but I wouldn't close out a candidate just because not they don't have it. Understood. So essentially, working in a similar company is probably icing on the cake, but it's not the most important thing. And perhaps if you've identified two different candidates that have better skills, it's the better skills to go for probably most of the time as opposed to uh, experience in a closely related company. Yes, that would be my approach. Okay. And one other thing that I'd like to touch on as well, um, in-house or outsource to perhaps freelancers, because one of the ways that you can recruit an SEO team is perhaps um, use some kind of freelancing platform and perhaps just get people who aren't direct employees, perhaps on a part-time basis. Are there pros and cons with having SEOs in-house versus perhaps um, outsource through some other platform? I think you definitely pros and cons, but, uh, cons, but I think you need to understand the topic in hand, right? For example, uh, maybe you decide that you outsource your off-page SEO PR efforts because you are maybe not planning to work on that uh, every day and every week, but you plan to do that on a campaign basis and you feel that you can outsource that to an agency who is specialized on that. Maybe then uh, that's, a, that's a good option for you. In general, for companies who are, you know, more established, I would definitely advocate for like an overall general in-house SEO team and then outsourcing for specific tasks, so to say, that are on a more limited basis and not on a continuous need, so to say. And the third key step to building a great SEO team is keep an open mind and embrace change. Yes, I know that this is a little different. This does not necessarily sound like a step, but I think it's very important to talk about this. And so, so why? Well, first of all, building an SEO team may actually start with destruction. If you are a new lead who comes in to an existing team and you have a vision, you have a strategy, and you find that your current team is not matching that, you may need to break down the existing team and restructure, and that is not easy at all, but sometimes it is necessary. We also need to fall into things like striving for seniority because purely, I mean, pushing seniority purely for the sake of seniority because it's very nice to have a very autonomous team, but sometimes a mix of experience and curiosity can actually be even more beneficial. And I find that curiosity often comes from less senior, senior team members who are trying to really, you know, push themselves and, and explore the SEO world. So that's another reason why you shouldn't be closed-minded sort of and embrace change. And, and the final point maybe is that if you do decide that, for example, you want to 
move your team to another department, because that would be another thing at the status quo level that you would need to identify where your team is actually sitting. Is it marketing? Is it product? Is it an individual identity? So to say, if you decide to do something like this, you should embrace the change, but you need to understand that it is never about where your team is sitting, right? It is about what you do and how you do it. So yeah, I mean, if I set aside my slight bias towards sort of product-led SEO, then I must say that there's also no perfect answer here, for example. But again, we should embrace change and, um, and, and draw with it, but be careful. And talking about bias, you can't have a lot of experience and be curious as well. Of course you can. Yes, no, that's, uh, that's uh, absolutely possible. And that's like, I think, the perfect uh, scenario. So that is uh, nothing against very experienced people. We very, very much love that, right? <laughs> but you need to keep that curiosity alive, I think, also as you become more senior and more experienced. You need to try for keeping that curiosity alive, for sure. Absolutely. And you started off um, your point by talking about it might be necessary to break uh, a team up um, when you get going to begin with. And that sounds quite savage, but it, it might be necessary. How do you identify whether or not you do have to break a team and actually perhaps recruit again and that the existing team just can't deliver what you're looking for? I mentioned that because I actually have experience with that, not as a lead, but as a, as a team member. And I see something like that happening when there is a bigger change in general. So for my team, it happened when we moved from the marketing department to the product and engineering department. And when we were sitting in the marketing department, we had a very big team. We were focusing a lot on off-page SEO, uh, but of course also on-page, etc. But when we moved to product and engineering and we shifted our focus and strategy, there was actually a lot of the skills that we no longer needed and a lot of the extra skills that we needed. So what you need to do then is you need to get to know your existing team members. You need to get to know the status quo, understand what skills everybody possesses, so to say. And then, unfortunately, you're going to have to make a call on who is to sort of remain and who is to get other positions offered or, or similar. So would would try to not go for the, the harshest part, you know, but sometimes, again, from experience, it's necessary and it can work out in a very positive way at the end. Let's finish off with the Pareto Pickle. So Pareto says that you can get 80% of your results from 20% of your efforts. What's one SEO activity you would recommend that provides incredible results from modest levels of effort? Well, of course, I could just say that, you know, if you have that perfect SEO team, then it's going to be working out. But I think I'm going to uh, take this in another level. And my one uh, sort of uh, tip for this is actually experimentation. So it can be quite high effort to build up a good experimentation routine. But once that you have that then it's actually going to allow you to try out things, test out things, whether regarding meta titles, content, or otherwise even CRO with relative ease and gain the insights whether those changes are actually going to help you reach the goals that you have. And then this will save you a lot of effort, including development effort that would go into tactics that actually you know are not working. 
So yeah, experimentation. And what percentage of our work week should be spent on experimentation? Oh wow, that's a that's a tricky question. I think in general you should have a well-built-in continuous experimentation routine, but you need to keep in mind that for SEO experiments can go on for for example an SEO split test can go on for weeks or a month or even two months in order to gain significant results. So I would say that you know you should continuously experiment, but I would I, I cannot tell you a number of like you know five days a week you just work on experimentation. That wouldn't work either. You need to make some progress too. <laughs> I've been your host Eva Bain. You can find Vanda Pockets over at ladenzilla.de. Vanda, thanks so much for being on the Insert SEO podcast. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Check out all the previous episodes and sign up for a free trial of the Similar Web platform over at similarweb.com.